Hey, DadBod Project brother, my name is Daniel Dezan and I am the host of the go-to podcast for men all around the globe that are looking to learn not only how to become healthier physically, but also mentally as well. I've been a personal trainer and a health coach for over 15 years and I've helped hundreds of men just like you smash their health and fitness goals. So without further ado, let's get into today's episode. What to do when you have shit energy levels? That is the million dollar question tonight. And we have all experienced many, many times, many days, many moments in our life where we have felt really, really flat and have had very low energy levels. I don't think that there is a single person on this planet that hasn't experienced that many, many times in their life. So that's why I thought it would be a good idea for today's training, for today's podcast to chat about this topic. Now, improving energy levels is a pretty common goal that most of my clients add into the mix of the things that they hire me as their coach for. And it is a really important one. And I guess today's training and today's podcast is going to highlight, well, I'm going to do my best to highlight of why it is important to have pretty decent energy levels on a daily basis. And I hope that by the end of this podcast as well is that you get a better understanding of if you don't have great energy levels on a daily basis, you need to understand that there is actual reasons why. I mean, it's not a coincidence that person A has fantastic energy levels consistently on a daily basis and person B does not. There is a lot of factors that are going into person A versus person B difference in their energy levels. So top level, it's just important to understand that it is not a coincidence. If you are currently suffering with shit energy levels, there is certainly reasons why. It's not a coincidence. It's not anything. It's not just magic and a, and a happen. You just happen to fall victim to low energy levels by chance. It just doesn't work like that. So many, many clients that I have worked with and that I continue to work with add into their mix of goals that they hire me as a trainer for. One of them mainly is to improve their energy levels. And the reason of why it is important to have decent energy levels. And look, when I say decent, let's try to get a little more specific with what I mean by that. So if 10 out of 10 was the highest energy levels that you could ever have in your entire life and zero is like flat, can't even get out of bed, like can't even hardly open your eyes. Pretty decent levels by my definition would be at least a six, at least a six or a seven. So getting those pretty decent energy levels consistently is so important for a few reasons. And some of the main ones I would say is food choices. I mean, we have all been in the situation where we have had terrible sleep the night before. We've woken up with terrible levels of energy. We're tired, we're lethargic, we're moody. How difficult is it to select healthy foods and how easy is it to select those kinds of foods like chips and chocolates and donuts and kebabs and all these kinds of foods? It's almost impossible to select eating healthy food when we are in this tired state. So this is probably one of the main reasons of why you need to be focused on keeping your energy levels to that decent range that we spoke about. So food choices, 100% certain get affected when you are in a tired state, when you have low energy levels. Your actions or most of the time your inactions to go and exercise, for example. I mean, when you are feeling really tired, 
And when your energy levels are terribly low, then how difficult is it to make the decision to exercise? And most of the time, that just doesn't happen. If you are in a very tired state and you have terribly, terribly low energy levels, exercise isn't just isn't even on the cards of what to do because you are literally struggling on a day-to-day basis just, just to get through the basics, let alone adding another physical, physically demanding exercise activity in your day. I mean, your overall level of activity will suffer as well if you have shit energy levels. So it's safe to say that it's pretty freaking important to have decent energy levels. We're not talking about you having to always be a 10 out of 10 level of energy and operate your day as if you've had 15 shots of coffee. Definitely not talking about that, but we are talking about pretty decent levels. And as I said earlier, there is definitely reasons of why if you are struggling with low energy levels, there's definitely reasons why. And what I want to do now is I want to list, I want to give you a list of what we call the energy givers. So things that are going to promote giving you more energy. And then what I want to do is I want to discuss with you the energy takers or the energy vampires as it's commonly referred to, because these two lists of things that I'm going to be chatting with you about, some of them might be pretty obvious, but I'm almost certain that some of these that are going to be, that I'm going to be calling out on today's podcast is going to be a little surprising of how it is either detrimental to your energy levels or it's helpful. So either way, I want you to listen to the list that I'm going to be calling out on the energy givers and the energy takers and whichever ones that resonate with you, what I encourage and recommend that you do is actually do something about it. What do I mean by doing something about it? We're going to be discussing quite a few different topics with these lists. And if there is a few that resonate highly with you, meaning that the moment I said it, you're like, shit, yeah, that's me. And this that explains and, and has contributed to me having lower than optimal energy levels, then I want you to make sure that you implement something to make a change to that. Because I have always said in my content from day one, even before I even started this podcast, is if you learn something new, but you fail to implement it into your life and make any changes to implement it, then you have completely wasted a very valuable opportunity. So I want you to hear it. I want it to resonate with you. And I then want you to create a list of action steps that you can do to make sure that you make some changes to it. Does that sound like a good deal? I think it does. So let's go through the list of energy givers. This is a list of things that if you do and do more often in your life, then it will promote better energy levels. And then what I'll do is I'll go through the energy takers and the stuff that you need to either avoid or massively reduce. So the energy givers, let's go through the list. We've got glass of water and being better hydrated. Again, I have spoken a lot on this topic of hydration and just making sure that you are keeping your body hydrated. So we've got glass of water, we've got sunlight. Now, a lot of these things that I'm going to be mentioning with the energy givers list are going to be things that Again, most likely uh, going to be like a, a duh moment, like a, a pretty obvious list of, of things that we can do. But very often do we overlook the simple things and we like, we like to kind of go to the quick fixes. We like to go to the pills, the potions, the supplements instead of going back to grassroots. What's the foundation of the stuff that 
our grandparents have been saying for generation on generation. So we've got glass of water, we've got sunlight, we've got healthy food and nourishing food, we've got exercise and getting regular movement done. Now on this topic, I recommend that you go for a minimum of 10,000 steps per day of movement. And if you can add resistance exercise on top of that, you're even going to, you're going to experience even better energy levels. Laughter. When is the last, when is the last time that you have laughed so hard that your stomach muscles have felt like they have been given a workout? I mean, laughter is such a fucking important part. And we sometimes create this belief system that as adults, we can't have as much fun. We can't laugh as loud. And that's all fucking crap that we have accumulated, all these belief systems that we have accumulated as adults. And I say, let's bring laughter back and let's laugh so hard that you're giving your stomach muscles a workout and you maybe can get away with not doing so much core workout because you laughed so much. Cuddles with a pet. I mean, how cool does it feel to, if you have a pet, to just sit there and just like stroke it and scratch it behind the ears? I mean, my dog Benji absolutely loves it. And I enjoy doing that too. I mean, sitting next to him while he's lazing around, not doing very much at all at any <laughs> any given time of the day. Just a nice scratch behind the ear feels good. And I'm sure he feels good while having it done as well. Things like reading, reading fiction or nonfiction, reading a novel, reading an article, reading something that reading a self-development book, reading a book on improving your health, on nutrition, cooking, whatever, just reading. Music. Music is another one that is so cool, so fucking therapeutic. Whenever I have had or whenever I do have shitty moments in my day and challenging days, I just crank the fucking music in my house and straight away, almost immediately, I feel better. And I'm sure that you have had moments like this as well. I mean, music just does something to us and it changes our vibrations and gets us in a better mood almost instantly. Fresh air. This is another one that is very often overlooked, but so fucking important. I mean, getting out into nature and breathing the fresh air, feeling the nice warm rays of the sun. I mean, it's so freaking important. Fill your lungs with oxygen and clean air outside instead of just the air-conditioned environment that we stay in in our houses, in the, in the offices. And yeah, just getting out there and getting some more fresh air, I think is a good thing. Writing, doing some journaling, doing some thoughts and feelings and just noting it down, whatever's circulating in, in your mind, getting it down on paper can be very, very therapeutic. I am a huge fan of list writing, as I've made clear very often. And I have got like literal pages and books and notes everywhere because I find list writing so freaking therapeutic. And maybe you have as well, or, or if you haven't tried it, I suggest that you do too. Sleep. Sleep is obviously an energy giver and sleep is something that again is one of those pillars of good health that is often overlooked and making sure that you are getting a minimum of seven hours of uninterrupted sleep. Now, you might be thinking in your mind right now, fuck, I have way less than seven hours and I'm fine. I'm still okay. It's like, yeah, you won't die. Well, not unless you have zero hours of sleep for many, many days, then you will die. But if you have 
four, five, six hours. It's not like you're going to die on the spot, but you certainly will not be performing at your maximum potential. You will be negatively affecting your health. It's just as simple as that. So you should be aiming for a minimum of seven hours of sleep every single night. Meditation. It doesn't need to be anything in depth. It doesn't need need to be anything that goes on for hours on, on end. Just five minutes a day has been shown and proven to have dramatic improvements on people's health. And I personally have been doing five minutes of daily meditation for a couple of years now. And I have noticed marked improvements in my level of stress, in the way that I'm able to deal with adversity, and just the overall sense of calmness that I feel and how it takes a lot for me these days to actually get wound up, get get angry, get aggressive. And I think and I pay a lot of respects to the daily practice of meditation. I think that that has massively helped that. Having good friends and family and being associated with decent people. I mean, how fucking nourishing to the soul is it to hang out with someone, have a really deep and meaningful conversation with them? I mean, it's fucking amazing. Self-care, getting massages, going for a pedicure, manicure. <laughs> if you are a man, you can still do those things although some people some guys like to think that that is just for chicks it's for guys as well i mean go and treat yourself get your hands and your fingernails nice and nice and looking sharp and polished and get a bloody massage as well i mean it's good for you it's good for the soul so let's get into the energy takers these are the ones that you need to pay attention to and these are the ones if you are selecting a few as i am reading them out mentally selecting them, then you need to work on reducing them or even better, eliminating them. Let's go through the list now. Dehydration, again, similar to what I was mentioning earlier about the importance of hydration. The opposite is obviously dehydration and every single function of the body is negatively affected by being in a dehydrated state. We are, for the most part, us humans made up a lot of water, somewhere between kind of 60 to 70%. So it's safe to say if we are in a dehydrated state, that's not bloody good news at all. Dehydration is one of them. Overthinking and continually having these looping negative thoughts is obviously an energy drainer. Bad sleep, the opposite of what I was mentioning with having good sleep. Bad sleep is definitely an energy drainer. And as I said earlier, we have all felt the effects of having a shit night's sleep. The next day, is a write-off for pretty much everything. People-pleasing. This is probably one that you didn't know was an energy drainer. If you are constantly going against your own will to please other people, other friends, other family, if you are constantly getting caught in this trap of wanting to please everyone and anyone, often the person that gets left behind is you. So don't get caught in this trap of people pleasing and learn how to respectfully say no. And if you are associating with people that don't respect your boundaries, then it's time for them to go. Time for them to fuck off and it's time for you to tell them to get fucked because your environment is powerful. As yesterday's podcast I went through, your environment is very fucking powerful and it's going to be the predictor of what and how you live your life. So people pleasing has to go. The next one is clutter. 
and living in a house or a room that is filled with shit is going to be an energy drainer. Sloppy boundaries, not setting up clear and defined boundaries for other people in terms of how they treat you, how they speak to you. That is also going to be an energy drainer. Negativity from people, those fucking people that are energy vampires that are constantly complaining and constantly blaming other people for their shit. Keep well away from them if you want to have decent energy levels. They're not good to be around and just by being around them will have your energy sucked dry. Complaining. Complaining is another energy drainer. So if you are currently doing quite a bit of complaining or if you're getting feedback from other people that all you do is whinge all you do is complain rather than biting back at them maybe just do an audit on yourself and question and ask yourself like and consider the possibility that maybe they're right and maybe I am complaining too much and this is a tough one to acknowledge because we like to believe that we don't do anything wrong, really. We like to believe it's always someone else's fault. But if you actually take more responsibility for your life, and if you are interested in having better energy levels on a daily basis, you will then take this feedback that you might be getting from other people on board, or maybe you've even noticed that you do it yourself. And now I hope that you notice that complaining is not an energy giver. It's actually an energy drainer. And the last thing I want to leave with you on today's podcast, I hope is I hope that you got lots of value from this. And I hope there was a few things in the list of the energy givers and the energy drainers that spring to mind and make you realize that you've got a little bit of work to do, which is fine. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It doesn't mean any of that. It just means that I brought to your attention some things in your life that you can improve on. And the good news is once you do improve on them, then your energy levels improve and literally your entire life does as well. So I encourage you to do an audit of your life and to just really think about and consider the things that I've shared with you on today's podcast, on the energy givers, on the energy takers. And now I hope you have a clear action plan of what exactly you can do if you are suffering with low energy levels and what you can do to make sure that you don't consistently have energy levels. And now I hope that you understand of why it is so detrimental to also have low energy levels. And I mean, it just doesn't feel good to have shit energy levels. Like why in the world would someone want to have that on a daily basis? And why would you want to be so reliant on fucking caffeine and stimulants and barocas and all of that that kind of crap? Why wouldn't you naturally want to have high energy levels. And I encourage you to believe that this list, if you make changes to the energy givers and the energy takers, it's going to make a big difference in your life and it's going to elevate your energy levels and it's going to help you live an amazingly stronger, healthier life. So I hope you got value from this. And if you know someone that needs to hear this information that I encourage you to share this podcast link with them so that they too can value can get benefits from the information and they too can have some value added in their life. I appreciate you for jumping on tonight's podcast. I hope that you are with whatever you're doing right now while you're listening to me. I hope that you are having an amazing day. And don't forget, you've got some homework when you get home. List your energy givers, list your energy takers, and you will be on your way to having the highest energy levels of your life. Have the best night ever and we'll catch up tomorrow for another podcast on the Dad Bod Pod with Coach Dan. Thank you so much for tuning into the Dad Bod Pod podcast. 
the number one podcast for learning exactly how to live a long, strong, and healthy life as a modern-day man. If you are getting value and want to work with me and my team to learn how to accelerate those precious health and fitness goals of yours, then what I want you to do is go to my Instagram at the.db.project and DM me with the words dadbot. Or if Facebook is more your jam, then why not slide into my DMs with the words dadbot to my personal account under the name Daniel Dezen, D-E-Z-E-N. Our mission is to help busy men get more active and help them love who and what they see in the mirror all over again. So go to my Instagram at the.db.project or my Facebook page and DM me with the word dadbod and me and you can have a chat to help put you on the right correct path for those health and fitness goals of yours.